He's a native Texan, president of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get food again. He's Matt Long, and this is the Matt Long Show. Man, good morning. You know when you hear that intro that we have a fully packed program for you today. I got people calling in. We got people in the studio. And, uh, man, there's no telling what's going to happen in here today. Uh, Call the neighbors, wake your friends, uh, uh, rustle the kids up, and uh, stay tuned to the Matt Long Show. We're going to start with my good friend Jody Gould uh, this morning with Tejas Smoke Depot. Good morning, Jody. Good morning, Matt. How are you this morning? Man, life is good. It's a beautiful day out there, and our good friends at Tejas Smoke Depot always taking care of of your customers and uh, tell us about uh, the products that the Tejas Smoke Depot in Fredericksburg, Texas carries, would you please? Well, we have a large variety of tobacco products, fine cigars, under premium cigars, premium cigarettes, um, low-end cigarettes, um, snuff, chew, all the accessories that go along with any kind of um, tobacco smoking that you can think of. Um, we have fine um, pipe tobaccos and um, pipe cigar um, pipes. I'm pipes, sorry. yeah. <laughs> I'm tripping over myself here. Um, and uh, we have been in business now for 26 years, and we're having our customer appreciation week next week. So want to make sure and let everybody know we're going to be running sales all week long, come by and see what's on sale. Um, we'll have our surprise bags, which is um, geared uh, towards tobacco smoking, and it's everything in the bag is 50% off, but you not, you don't know what you're going to get. Ah. So it's a surprise. Yeah, I um, heard some people pretty happy with those bags last time you did this. When does your... Yeah. Um, when does the, what day does your uh, 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 customer appreciation week start? Uh, it'll start on the 17th and run through the 22nd. Okay. Which uh, we open um, at 8 o'clock in the morning, and we'll be closing at 8 in the evening, Monday through Friday, and then we're open Saturday 9 to 7, and so we'll be running specials all week long, and they'll be different every day. So it's just a matter of showing up and, and seeing what's on sale. We'll have snacks also for those customers that are – been with us forever like you matt you've been around forever <laughs> that's right i'm telling you it just uh yeah i think you were one of the first people i got to know when i moved here in january of 1999 and you had this yeah. little shack out on the side of the road and yeah, um so there you go folks uh you have a much fancier place now and to find the tejas smoke depot if you're on main street in fredericksburg you just head west, and when you get to that Y, um, you go to the left. And uh, a wee bit down on the left, you'll see the Tejas Smoke Depot. And if you have the kids in the truck, just make a counterclockwise drive around the building and uh, pull up to the window. And John is he? John will uh, John or one of your awesome employees will stick their head out and uh, take care of you. John's uh, John having another baby, or will his wife? Yes, I'm going to be a grandma again. Uh, he's uh, he, This is his first, though. Uh-huh. So he just got married last year, and now we're going to have a new little baby on the uh-huh. way. We don't know what it is yet, but 
It's a baby. Uh, it's Wait, you got that much figured out, right? You know that, yes. <laughs> okay. So um, y'all go by the Tejas Smoke Depot. What is, uh, oh. they have a phrase that pays every week that gives you a, a, a reward for listening to this program, a discount. So what is the phrase that pays this week? Well, since beer seems to be on everybody's mind this week, we're <laughs> going to do There's a Tear in My Beer. There's a Tear in My Beer. Funny. Does that come from an old country song, or did you just yeah, make that up? No, Hank. No, Hank did that one. Hank okay. Williams. Okay. There's All a right. Tear in My Beer. Yeah. All right. There's I think it would be easy to remember. Yeah, it will be. There's uh, That's better than a, a, a fake uh, man girl in my beer. So. <laughs> right. You got that right. <laughs> like I said, it's on everybody's mind. I figured it'd be easy one. There you go. Um, if we have more time, we'll maybe talk to you some other day about uh, you're going to continue to carry Budweiser products. Mm, well, you know, uh-huh. Miller's just you know, Miller's just as woke, so I don't know. Yeah. You know, if you really look into it. Yep. You know what? We just probably should quit drinking, right? <laughs> there you go. Good job. <laughs> there's your good. There's the good answer. The right answer. Um, and yeah. uh, we haven't forgotten anything, have we, Jody? I think we covered all the bases this week. Um, looking forward to your show, though, today. So yeah, it's, um, we got a we got a great one lined up. So yeah, thanks, Jody. To it. Thank you, Matt. Have a great day. All right, we will. All right, folks, uh, y'all stay tuned. Um, We'll be right back. We have Wes Verdell in the studio with me, and uh, we're going to get Tim. We are going to get Tim Bobo, if I can get all my – there you go. I had all my buttons pushed. We're going to get Tim Bobo on the line here in a minute. Um, And if you read the Fredericksburg uh, not-so-standard newspaper yesterday, you will have read an article – you might have read his letter to the editor – um, and uh, any of your uh, 2A friends, uh, if, you're, uh, if you're a big defender of the Second Amendment, then this is going to be an important show for you to hear today. There is confiscation going on in Gillespie County, and we need to tell you about it. Not only Gillespie County, but I found out from Wes, and he's going to fill us in in a little bit, that this is also happening in other counties in the Hill Country. Y'all stay tuned. We are entering... Um, Scary, if not strange, times. Protecting Texas for future generations. Matt Log on the Hill Country Patriot. The Hill Country Patriot. All right, we are back. A little bit of Friday music for us with uh, Ted Nugent bringing us in. In fact, we got some Ted Nugent news here later on in the program I think you're going to be excited about. So this is uh, perfectly appropriate. But I have on the line, by the way, in the studio with me is Wes Verdell with uh, Gun Owners of America. Is that you are the Texas uh, director? What's the story, Wes? Yeah. All right, you got to get up. Oh, I have to turn the mic on, and you got to get up right on. So you're the Texas director yes, sir. for Gun Owners of America, 
and uh, we've had this visit planned. I think I've had you in the book for about three weeks. Um, and so, um, and then um, to also on the line with us is Tim Bobo, a Fredericksburg resident, a retired police officer in Fredericksburg. Do I need to call you uh, Officer Bobo, or, or, or what kind of terms are we on here, sir? No, Tim, Tim will work. And I'm not, I didn't retire after 20 years. I have a retired uh, master's peace officer's license. So I did about 10 years uh, full-time and then about another four to five as a reservist for the Fredericksburg Police Department. Okay. So, um, Tim, tell us a story. I got a phone call yesterday morning, I think about the time the paper hit uh, the hit everybody's front yard, and I had a really angry uh one of my listeners called up and said they couldn't believe what they'd just read in the Fredericksburg Standard in a letter to the editor written by you. So, Tim, would you tell us about what was in that letter, please, sir? Sure. And, and first, I'd like to say that I, there's nobody more pro-law enforcement than myself. I've got a ton of friends in law enforcement. I've had friends shot, had a friend killed in the line of duty. And I love law enforcement. And so what happened to me just broke my heart. Last Wednesday... Mind my own business, I get a phone call from a detective with the Gillespie County Sheriff's Office. Uh, unbeknownst to me, I thought it was a friendly phone call. He starts asking me about a specialty trigger I bought about 19 or 20 months ago. It's called a forced reset trigger. It helps your AR-15 shoot fast. Okay. And it's just a plinkin'. It's not an expensive AR. You wouldn't want to trust your life on this trigger system. The gun jam, it's just for plinkin', hog hunt. It's just for fun. Okay. So I told him, yeah, I had bought it. And I, I owned one. And he said, well, now that you've told me that, I've got two ATF agents sitting in my office, and you're going to need to surrender that trigger. And if, you do, and if you do, you won't be charged with any federal felonies. And to say I was knocked off my feet would be an understatement. I, I was livid. I lost my temper. Um, the fact that the local sheriff's department is helping the federal government, you know, come after guys like me. Yeah. I, I've never, don't have any, I don't, I'm not a criminal. I'm just a local guy. Um, I work hard and mind my own business. But the fact that they would take time, two agents from Austin and, and a local sheriff's detective would come after me just, just blew me away. Let me just, um, let me just guess, Tim, did this uh, uh, trigger, did, tell me what you called it again, what kind of trigger? It's called a forced reset trigger. Forced reset trigger. Is this like a, uh, like a $2,000 toy? What? What is, uh, just give us an idea of, of what kind of, uh, just how much is this costs? Uh, the trigger, I, I can't remember exactly. I want to say it was right around $400. Uh, okay. You can buy them online. They get shipped to your door. They're not, you don't need a license, anything special. Uh, there was a Texas company manufacturing them, and there's uh, another uh, company uh, called Wide Open Triggers that I bought mine from. It's just online. You order it. It's just a, a fun toy, and it gets sent to your doorstep. So let's. Uh, I'm going to invite Wes Verdell into this conversation. Wes, just give us your. You're you're hearing this. You've heard a similar story. Just give us a little from what yeah. you've just heard. Uh, talk for a little bit, Wes. All right. Morning, Tim. Uh, so from Gun, Gun Owners of America's perspective, uh, right now these gun or these triggers are legal. Uh, ATF is coming in and harassing citizens for possessing them. Uh, the, one of the problems we have is how are they tracking who's purchased these? These uh, Did you get yours from GunBroker by chance, or did you go straight to that, that company? No, I, I went straight uh, online. I can't remember the website. Okay. Uh, there was another guy who, who had bought uh, triggers off of GunBroker, and, uh, and somehow 
the ATF ended up getting that guy's information and coming. Uh, the other day, I got a call from from a gentleman in Burnett who's going through the same thing. He called and asked us for legal advice, and, and our legal advice was to go find a lawyer in that county that, that he could use uh, for at least for an hour while the ATF was there. Uh, the biggest thing is if the if anybody asks you about those questions, even though it, you're legal to have it, don't admit uh, that you have possession of it, and then uh, and then figure out what to do. But but your sheriff, you should be able to, and I, I think y'all got a pretty good sheriff over there. But you should be able to depend on your local sheriff uh, to take up for you and to be the buffer between the ATF and and the citizens of this county. And uh, you know it's it's definitely a violation of our Second Amendment. The Second Amendment's a restriction on the government. So. Since the creation of the ATF with the National Firearms Act of 1934, which was incredibly unconstitutional uh, against the Second Amendment, these guys, what we, what we do at Gun Owners of America is we try to push back against what the ATF and its abuse of power does over and over again. Uh, Tim, you know, Tim, does uh, yeah. what 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 is your plan now? I mean, you obviously, I, I think uh, I talked with your father yesterday evening, and he said his phone was blowing up because his name is... Also, Tim, are you like junior and senior, or do you all have nicknames? No, unfortunately, if you know me, people typically call me Timmy, and, and people call him Tim, but there's no junior in it. There but. you go. Okay, so your his phone was blowing up. In fact, I could barely get through my opening sentence when I got a, got his number, and he said, "You want to talk to my son?" And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> so you're so you you wrote this letter. Your phone blew up yesterday. Um, what give us some kind of an idea of uh, the support or maybe not support that you're getting from uh, the Fredericksburg community or Gillespie County? Well, I've got nothing but support. It's been it's been really. I, I was really hesitant to write that letter. I've got a lot of friends here who are still in law enforcement. Um, it was a hard letter to write, but I felt like I needed to write it so people could open their eyes of what's possible. I mean, I expect law enforcement to serve and protect, but also to protect us from the federal government and their overreach. Right. And they and they severely failed in that respect last week. Um, and, and that's what's so upsetting. So if it can happen to me, I wanted everyone to know, just be careful when you get a phone call. Wake up. I mean, it seems that the overreach of the government is happening at a faster rate than I've ever seen it in my life. And, mm. and I'm not some whack job. I'm just a regular guy. But yeah, at some and, point, and I have to ask myself, is this on purpose, or, or is this is something else going on? I mean, crime is up. Gun violence is up in the city of Austin alone, not to mention the border and every other city. Yet the ATF thinks I'm the problem. They need to, spend, to send two agents to Gillespie County to threaten me with felonies. Uh, I mean, where, it shows you where their priorities are. Um, but going back to support, I, I've, everyone's called. I've gotten calls from a lot of police officers uh, supporting me. They're outraged, local police officers. Um, it's been nothing but support so far. And I think I, I'm hoping the word spreading that we need to be careful that, you know, we, I, I guess I was lulled into a little bit of a sleep thinking that I was here in Fredericksburg, the center of Texas, that the yeah. ATF could never come and touch me, and they did. And that was very unsettling to me. Oh, man, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sure it was. Um, the, the, um, I, I understand, and I try, I, in your article, that it was actually a deputy sheriff, or but it wasn't Sheriff Mills, was, was no. Buddy Mills? No, it's one of his employees. It was, a, it was a detective in their criminal investigations division. And so, so not just a regular patrol guy, it's somebody with some authority in that department. 
So did Buddy Mills, have you heard from uh, Sheriff Mills? I mean, I know Sheriff, and I'm sure you know him. I know Sheriff Buddy really well. Has he reached Great. out to I, you? I or? Buddy. I, no, I haven't heard anything. I tried to go to his office that day. There was nobody in the office. Um, no, no, I haven't heard anything. And, I mean, I kind of expected to, but I haven't yet. Mm. And, um, I mean, that's that's just what's disappointing is I don't, you know, I don't know how he feels about it, but his, his employees are, are doing this. Mm, you know, mm. Ho- hopefully the lesson that is learned for the unfortunately you're having to go through it. Hopefully a lot of law, law enforcement in this area, which my brother is a cop here, uh, a lot of great guys on on the force. The uh, hopefully they're learning. Hey, if the ATF shows up, we should not be cooperating with them. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. local law enforcement has has no authority to enforce federal laws. So the fact that they're getting you know roped in, they don't have to help them. There's no mandate that they ATF comes to town to to seize gun yeah. parts that they have to go help them. That was a voluntary choice. Yeah, in, in um, Texas. On their part. And I, and I hope it, it wakes them up and maybe they rethink how they do things and it won't ever happen again. Yeah, in Texas, we should have the leadership that stands up against federal overreach and abuse of power. <clears throat> that's what we need. Sure. Tim, yeah. yeah, I, I mean, tell them to go do their job. That's, that's you know, what's so frustrating. Go do your job. Don't mess with me. So, Tim, uh, do you have any, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure this started out with, let's see, I'm going to write a letter. Did you have, was there, do you have any plans or any follow-up, or um, is there anything that the community can do to help you? No, I don't think so. Uh, I mean, they, they, I made them give me a property receipt for the trigger because I told them, I'm, you know, I'm losing personal property. I'm not being reimbursed for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, you know, they want, what they want you to do, they want you to sign a form that says you're voluntarily surrendering it and you're giving them permission to destroy it. Because there's that's other Gillespie County residents who had their triggers taken as well. And I talked to one of them and that's what they did. They said, here, you don't want to mess with it. You know, we'll just go away. Just sign this one form here and then they're going to destroy it. And so they informed me that they're going to apply for destruction of my trigger um, and that I could dispute it. But, you know, how does one dispute the federal government, you know, especially when they're they're going to a judge in Brooklyn, New York, of all places. It's judge shopping if I've ever seen it. Wow. You know, um, Brooklyn, New York, that's where they went to a federal judge. Of all, not Washington, D.C., where headquarters is, not Quantico, Virginia, where their training academy is, Brooklyn, New York. And that's, you know, that's that's obvious to everyone what they're doing there. Yeah. One of my one of my big problems is is uh, which just like you, I, I swore an oath to the Constitution, and then to watch agents of of uh, this agency violating the Constitution willingly, and, and they're probably not questioning what they're doing. Uh, but the idea that that they swore that oath and they still have the gall to come up and enforce unconstitutional laws that they know is against the Second Amendment, uh, that's that's a real problem there. Like we should. People that work for the federal government should be honoring the Constitution just like, like we swore our oath to do. So it's it's disappointing to see that this is happening. And like you said, it's growing at a – this is unprecedented how much they're doing this. And like you said, they're not going out so much after after the known gang criminals or anything like that. They're coming after law-abiding citizens that are buying a legal trigger that, that has been recognized as a legal trigger, and they're treating you like the criminal. So. No, I mean, just the other day I talked to a, a, a guy in law enforcement, and, you know, they can't, they have trouble when they have career. Just go ask any detective or a police officer, if if you have a local criminal that you try to get federal charges brought up with the ATF, ATF will tell you to go away. They don't have time for your for your local criminals. Yeah. You know, but they got time for me. That's the thing. Mm. <laughs> so, well, Tim, you know. 
Tim, we, um, we've got people praying for you. We've got folks that I know will be more than happy to do anything that can, they can help you with. And, um, and so we want to, um, if there's anything we can do, if, uh, if I can do anything here, um, I can't, I'm going to try to get a hold of Buddy and get him on the air here sometime and see if he wants to make a statement. Like I said, I've known him for a long time. And, uh, so, I don't have a problem with having a visit with Buddy, but um, anything we can do, Tim, let us know. We're here for you, and I'm sure that Gun Owners of America would be happy to to help you in any way they could. I'm I'm speaking for Wes. He's uh, Wes. Is that uh, a okay statement to make? Yeah. Okay. There you go. So, Tim, thank you. All right. Tim, thank you for calling in. Um, anything you want to say before we uh, before we cut you off? No, thank you for the opportunity. I just, I just want to spread the word and make people aware, aware of what's going on, even here locally. You know, it's not just happening in other places. It's here. And that's what it's we have to well. do. Yeah, I think it's great that you're doing that. All right, Tim, thank so, you very much. Um, folks, Thank you. we are going to take a short break. And uh, when we get back, we're gonna we're maybe gonna unwrap this a little bit more with uh, Wes Verdell with Gun Owners of America, and uh, they got all kinds of exciting things coming up, including my tease. They got we got Ted Nugent coming to, yeah, we got Ted Nugent coming to GOA, and I tell you what, I'm gonna be there front row. All right, so um, y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. Rhinos hate him. I'm out, come out wherever you are. He's Matt Log on the Hill Country Patriot. Ain't nothing like the real thing. All right, a little Stevie Ray Vaughn to calm us down. I don't know if it'll do any good because probably about just to get excited again. So, um,. By the way, for anybody that's listening, um, I had a tragic accident uh, last week, uh, Wes. I'm sure you hadn't heard about this, but um, I lost all my uh, firearms and uh, my uh, forced reset trigger, <laughs> and um, my um, I lost all of those in a boating <clears throat> in a boating accident last week. It, it's very sad. They're at the yeah. bottom of the. Oh, you're not the first one, and. You know, you have to wonder why everybody's taking all their guns on the one boat, but it seems to happen a lot. So. I know. It's just nuts. <laughs> so if uh, the ATF is listening, um, all my firearms and all my specialty uh, toys have – I'm not even sure which lake it was. You know, I was I was on several lakes last week, and yeah. uh, and I, I can't even remember because I know I had two boats that sank last week, so – We'll, we'll, uh, I hope I can uh, figure out which boat had all my firearms on it. But anyway, just in case anybody out there is listening. Um, so, Wes, let's start with when you get a – what do you do? If someone were to call you, someone you know, someone you've worked with, a friend of yours perhaps, maybe it's not anybody you know. Maybe it's just, uh, hey, we're the local sheriff's office, and uh, we want to ask you about uh, – well, what what do you what do you say, Wes? Yeah, the uh, the first – First thing is it's really disheartening that somebody set them up like that, uh, and and maybe they didn't think it through when they did that. So I don't, I don't know either way. But uh, if if you if you're a law enforcement and ATF shows up asking for your help, I, I would ask y'all to uh, please say no, thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. But if uh, if you did get a call and somebody's questioning you about your force reset trigger or anything like that, or a bump stock, uh, uh, or any other item. Uh, don't acknowledge possession of it. That's the first issue because as soon as you do that, 
then they know that you have it. And they're probably recording the conversation whenever that's happening. And then uh, don't acknowledge you have it. Find a law enforcement officer that you trust. Hopefully it's your local sheriff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, and I feel like Sheriff Mills and Sheriff Letha are pretty good sheriffs. I think they're above par. Uh, hopefully they will be there to help you out. But go talk to them uh, if you choose to hand it over to the ATF which it's a legal trigger right now. I don't understand why ATF is doing this, but but uh, ask for your local law enforcement to be there when that transaction happens. And uh, one of the one of the things I was told by by uh, somebody in the legal world the other day was take it to the sheriff if you are concerned. Take the trigger to the sheriff and and give it to the sheriff, and then let the sheriff and the ATF handle it instead of uh, you being involved in that. And also, like you said, uh, don't sign the form that says that you agree to give it up and that it can be destroyed. Uh, that's crazy, too, because they're taking your property from you. They're not reimbursing you for your property. Your property that you own is legal. It hasn't been deemed illegal or part of a machine gun or anything like that. Uh, the sad part, I have to wonder if, if these guys wake up, the ATF agents wake up every morning and put their boots on and then say to themselves, I'm going to go break the Constitution today. The uh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, and you know, I have to listen. I have to put my, well, I don't even have to put my regular normal citizen hat on. That's who I am. I'm your everyday citizen, as is every single one of you listening. In fact, we are all in this country. That's the whole point of this country and the type of, of, of liberty and freedom. Every single one of us is just an everyday, normal, everyday citizen. Nobody's above anybody. That's the whole idea behind this country. And so thinking from that viewpoint, I'm thinking if a federal agency knocks on my door, whether it's the IRS or the FBI or the ATF, uh, don't they have a new initial ATFB or something like that? Uh, ATF BTQ B- that- plus. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that, that is, I think they've added a new uh, uh, a new uh, period to their a new uh, a letter to their name. But that is, Wes, come on now, federal agent or someone calls and says, I'm with law enforcement and I have a question to ask you. I'm, I, my natural inclination, and I think most of us Americans, is this is law enforcement. I'm, I'm going to cooperate. Isn't that how we've been raised, Wes? Yeah, uh, you know, we're, we're raised. This is something GOA, our founder, uh, R.L. Richardson talks about, or H.L. Richardson talks about, uh, we're raised to, to, to be courteous, to answer questions, to be honest, to mm-hmm. uh, not fight if we don't don't have to. Uh, there is always a time for a fight, though. But uh, yeah. but anyways, so that's that's the way we're taught. So uh, the other side doesn't operate by those same rules, and they take advantage of, of uh, that position. And uh, so our, our founder, uh, he wrote a book called Confrontational Politics, mm-hmm. which has to do about being fully engaged and and holding your ground and uh and kind of showing where the weaknesses are and the way the way we're raised and how we i mean and we should still be kind and courteous and, yes. and everything else but uh but we need to have a stronger backbone a lot of times on this stuff instead of letting people push us over so. yeah and it, and, it, and that's a scary stand to take you think about the the force of the federal government i mean i'm doing working on my taxes right now and we've been getting all of these notices you know through media that they're going to really come down on you this year if you don't do everything right all right, let's get away from that. Let's talk about GOA and what y'all have going. We got to talk about Ted Nugent. So, what's the deal? What's GOA up to? 
and uh, y'all have a big event coming up. So, Wes, the floor is yours. Pretty exciting. Uh, Lee Gibson from here in Kerr County uh, mm-hmm. has has put in a lot of work getting this arranged, and uh, Ted Nugent's going to be our main speaker on April 26th at the Capitol. Uh, I think potentially the plan is he's going to play the national anthem also, which is going to be awesome to see him do that in the Capitol. And then we're going to have Michael Cargill, who just won in the Fifth Circuit for the Bump Stock Band Challenge. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he'll be one of our speakers, Stephen Williford from, uh, he's he's the Barefoot Defender is what they call him. Oh, yeah. No, Stephen. Yeah. Yep. Pretty amazing. Uh, for those who don't know that are listening, he's the one that stopped the Sutherland Spring Shooter. Uh, pretty amazing what he did. And then uh, then we're going to have a couple of pan- panels going with some legislators speaking at it. And then if we can get anybody else in there, we'll do that, too. But should be a big day, uh, April 26th. First 200 people that show up will get a free T-shirt, a GOA T-shirt. And, do uh, they make them big enough for me? Uh, yeah, they do. You know, I I, <laughs> I, I was, uh, you know, I'm average size, I guess. But yeah. uh, when I ordered a bunch of T-shirts last time, I didn't get 3X. I thought, oh, probably, <laughs> and sure enough, we had people wearing, wearing 3X. And, and there's nothing wrong with, with you know, yeah. guys come up, they're six foot seven, three hundred pounds, and That's right. all muscle. And they're like, "Hey, you got a three X?" And I'm like, "No, I didn't. Didn't even think about you." But maybe we could just squeeze you into this one uh, X. You know, yeah. <laughs> no, you don't want to do that with me. So, um, you you told us the date, but you didn't tell us the location. Uh, it's gonna be at the U.S. Capitol down in the extension. No, 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 no not U.S. Oh, oh, good yeah. catch. Uh, it's gonna be at the Texas Capitol, and uh, it's gonna be in the extension. Which, if you come to the Capitol. Uh, I encourage you, if you've never been to the Capitol, come. This is a great, great event to come to. And uh, anyways, you're going to come in through the one of the, the side or the front doors of the Capitol and mm-hmm. just go find an elevator and press the down button, go down to uh, E2 or E1. E1. Are and, y'all going to be in the big conference room there across yep. from the, uh, the, the chow hall, the, chow hall, the yeah. lunch room? Okay. All right. And Ted's going to play in that room? Maybe uh, I'm not sure. the The original plan was the open air rotunda, uh-huh. uh, which would be really cool. Oh my some, goodness! Yeah, and, uh, but the problem is we don't. There's no outlets in there, so we'd have to figure out a power source to that, <laughs> run an extension cord from someone's yeah. office. Yeah, I can just yeah. see that. So, what is GOA up to at the Capitol right now? Because I've been, I have been seeing y'all up there a lot. Yeah, um, um, and I know our Michael Belsick, uh, the uh, um, uh, our in the Fredericksburg Tea Party, our Second Amendment focus group leader has been up there quite a bit. Yeah, he's, what what are y'all doing up uh, up at the Capitol? So Mike's done a great job at tracking a lot of the bills and helping us stay, make sure we don't miss anything. On at the Capitol, I'm there three to five days a week right now, talking to legislators. The biggest thing is is a lot of people campaign as as pro Second Amendment, so we're trying to. Uh, remind them of that, and and there are some some good guys that are very Second Amendment uh, oriented there that are helping us out because we have to take bills we want to see filed. We have to get a legislator file it, mm-hmm. and so we go to our most two A guys, ask them to file it. They they generally do, and then now it's the committee time. We're in committee season where the bills are getting heard in committee. We just sent a lot of people listening right now probably got a text from GOA saying please send this, uh, click this link and send this email. And that's basically, there's some bills being installed. Uh, Senator Hall has SB 354, which is a, a license to carry bill. Uvalde, perfect example is Uvalde had the opportunity to use the Guardian program, and they chose not to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we saw the tragedy that unfolded. There was there was no one there to defend those kids. And then, unfortunately, when the people that were supposed to defend the kids showed up, they didn't, didn't go in there for whatever reason right. it is. I'm not going to dig into that. But... Uh, 
Anyway, so we're trying to get 354 passed because that kind of bypasses the the way the Guardian program works is the school boards have to approve it. Okay. We know most of the school boards in Texas tend to lean liberal mm-hmm. and they uh, they don't don't pass the Guardian program. Luckily, uh, like where I'm from, Mason County and McCullough County, uh, they pass the Guardian program. And so we have armed teachers in there that have gone through some pretty pretty good training. And uh, this LTC requirement, the SB 354, would allow teachers with LTCs to carry. Uh, you know, and people have some concerns. Uh, a friend of mine who's the president of a school board, he uh, it was brought up to him by somebody. He's like, hey, I don't want the liability of, of somebody being accidentally shot in school by, by somebody carrying and he responded to them. He said, well, I don't want the liability of 10 kids being killed because we didn't have anybody there to defend these kids, mm. uh, which to me is a much bigger concern, in my opinion, than, than, than that. Which both are, both are terrible situations, but, uh, but he made a great point on that. Uh, so SB 354 sitting in Senate right now. They've requested a hearing. It's not being heard. And so mm. the, if you got that text message, then uh, if you'll just click the link and then go in and autofill out the email, uh, that is encouraging Dan Patrick and uh, Senator Brian Hughes, who have a lot of control over when that bill gets heard and everything, uh, to get it through. There's no reason that that bill should be sitting idle, not progressing forward right now. If you campaign pro-2A, you should be supporting it. This is the time. Isn't that right? In fact, everybody with an R by their name, as far as they've always told us, we're pro-2A. And then we vote for him and get him up there, and we go, holy mackerel. I mean, our uh, representative here, Andy Murr, um, was dead set against uh, constitutional carry or permitless carry until he wasn't, <laughs> you know. And uh, the yeah. thing I find amazing, and I'd still love to hear what his aha moment was, what was it that had him change his mind magically from being so anti-carry, uh, uh, and then all of a sudden in the last session he was all along for it. So those things are kind of... Uh, very curious to me. Yeah. We need to take a short break, and uh, when we get back, there's still things I want to talk about with Wes, so y'all stay tuned, and uh, we'll be right back. There's more where that came from. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. I'll be back. The Hill Country Patriot. All right, it's more Ted Nugent on Thursday. I know y'all got to start calling Harley. I, you know, I asked y'all this last week, and it didn't happen. Y'all need to call Harley. You know, he's on for three hours every morning, 833-828-6537, 833-8-BUNKER. Call him or text him and tell him Matt wants more Ted Nugent on Friday. We want Ted Nugent on Friday. It's a tradition. And uh, it's up to Harley to get that in the, the little uh, black boxes here in uh, the room. He keeps telling me I, I need to learn how to do that. And, uh, yep, you're right. I, and I'm taking baby steps in here. So this is real important. Tonight, the Fredericksburg Tea Party is having its regular monthly meeting. And the uh, special guest tonight, this is a very special guest. It's Terry Schilling with the American Principles Project. And uh, he is... Um, you know, we hear the term, you know, big pharma and big tech and big uh, this and big that and big government. We need big family. 
And we're not talking about, uh, you know, the Terry Hall family or the Roger Hall family. We're talking about big family as in families need to get together across this country. We need to be large enough to have an impact that we will be taken seriously when it comes to elections, schools, school boards. We need big family, and Terry Schilling has a plan for that. And I'm telling you, you're going to be blown away by this. By the way, we're offering child care this meeting tonight. So bring your kids. We're having child care. Wes, are your uh, are your your kids are uh, oh beyond child care, aren't they? They're uh, they're working class now. They're working class <laughs> two, two of them are. So they they they're over twelve. Then is what you're saying. Uh, one's eleven. But we have a. Uh, <laughs> You know, kids worked at eight back in the day. So no, the uh, eleven, four, or eleven, sixteen, and eighteen right now. So. There you go. You you yeah. better have gotten all those right, um, yeah. Wes. <laughs> so, um, Wes, talk to us more about GOA. Oh, let me say no, no, no. Okay, tonight's Fredericksburg Tea Party meeting is going to be at St. Joseph's Hall in Fredericksburg. That is two one two West San Antonio. You can go to FredericksburgTeaParty.org and get details there. Um, we serve dinner at 6, and uh, then uh, the meeting starts promptly at 6.30. And by the way, we have a great library. Actually, we have a great bookstore. It's not a library. It's a bookstore. We have some really good books that we are able to purchase at a discount, and then we pass on that discount to you. So um, check out our bookstore tonight. Bring your kids. There's child care. Uh, go to FredericksburgTeaParty.org for more details. All right, back to GOA and what y'all are doing at the Capitol. Um, one would assume that after last session that um, when we got uh, the um, permitless carry, some people call it constitutional carry, um, that our job was done. Uh, un- unfortunately, we are seeing seeing a little bit of that. You know, there was a, a lot of support and people coming to the Capitol to get constitutional carry passed and the Suppressor Freedom Bill and some other stuff. Uh, it's, it's Yeah, there's there's not as many people showing up right now, and I can promise you that, that the Democrats see that, and they see this as an opportunity. I say the Democrats, the anti-gun gun people, mm-hmm. uh, they see this as an opportunity to uh, to take advantage of that and get their anti-gun stuff passed. Uh, and they're coming to the Capitol, and we're supposed to be a government of the people, by the people, for the people, and the only way this government works is if the people are involved in it. It's kind of like uh, the kids and the parents. The the parents are the people, mm-hmm. and uh, the legislatures. I'm not calling them kids, but uh, but, <laughs> but if nobody's there to hold them accountable, they're just going to run wild and, and do what they want, and they're also going to listen to the people that are showing up to the Capitol, which we know are the anti-gunners, uh, there was, I won't, won't speak to the issue specifically, but, uh, there was a, a bill that a lot of, lot of, uh, Republicans should have showed up to and, uh, and supported. And I think or it was conservatives conservatives. Yeah. And, uh, there you go. And so I think only 80 or 90 people showed up for that and 3000 of the Democrats showed up, uh, 3000, yeah. 80 or 90. Who do you, who do you think the legislator is going to listen to it that, you know, yeah. uh, and so that's, that's why we have to be going, look, and I did this for 10 years before I got brought on with, with GOA. Uh, I went to the Capitol on my own dime, took work off, mm-hmm. uh, got some grief sometimes uh, for, for taking days off to go do that. Sure. But we have to be at the Capitol holding them accountable. One one thing we do is, is our members expect us to be there uh, to represent them, and that's what we do. But but it's going to take more than just us being there. We, we need 
citizens coming and, and holding legislators accountable. And that's when you talk about uh, certain people not supporting constitutional carry. Uh, what changed their mind generally is is there was so much support from the population that they knew it would affect their reelection if they didn't go ahead and support that bill. So yeah. out of fear. Yeah, yeah. and which, which fact... <clears throat> I use that line every now and then, and, and I don't want anybody to get confused that it's fear of, you know, physical danger. It's fear of not being reelected. And, and, and until our representatives have that fear in them, they're, they're not going to pay attention to you. They're just not. Now, we need to. We talked about the text that some of us received. There may be people out there who's saying, wait a minute, I don't even know how to get texts from GOA. So tell us about where we can get newsletters, information, updates, yeah. texts, all of that. How do we get in touch with West Verdell of GOA and get engaged in Austin? The easiest one for, for in Texas is go to goatexas.com, okay. and that'll take you to our Texas website. And then down, you'll scroll down just a little bit on the left, and you can put in your name, uh, email, and zip code. And the zip code is important on that because that tells us where you are so we know which legislator represents you. Yeah. And then uh, you get on that email list, and we'll start sending updates uh, of what's going on, what bills are being heard, if we need people to come to the committee. Uh, April 18th is going to be a really big day where we need a lot of people to come to the Capitol. Uh, we're going to have probably 20 gun bills heard. Many of them are anti-gun. And uh, we have a special committee that was made this session by the Speaker of the House, Uh and there is the, the vice chair is – so here's what's interesting. A lot of Democrats claim to be pro-gun. There's a difference between being pro-2A and pro-gun. Uh, a lot of those folks are pro-gun as long as it's only the government having it or the government regulating who has it. Right. And pro-2A is we know that, that that right exists. One is it's natural, and two is it's there to protect us from the government. And, That's exactly right. Yeah, and so – so you mentioned another date. So let's go over these two dates because we are down to the last two minutes. So we have, that's 418, and I was counting on my fingers. Is that next Tuesday? That is next Tuesday. All right. Yep, there we go, Tuesday. Well, I'm always at the Capitol on Tuesday, so I will definitely be there on Tuesday. Appreciate that. Um, and we need more people up there on Tuesday. Michael uh, Belsick, I'm sure, will be up there Tuesday yep. with some of his folks. Folks, if you have not been to the Capitol yet this session, and I ran into someone yesterday who said, Matt, I'm going to be going to the Capitol with you this session. And I was saying, I said, honey, it's halfway over. And no, I didn't call her honey, honey. I, I, that, yeah, that just popped out. I said, ma'am, uh, it's, it's already halfway over. If you're going to start showing up, you got to do it now. So yeah. here's your opportunity Tuesday, the 18th, this coming Tuesday. And then a week after that on Wednesday, the 26th is going to be the big rally up yep. there with Ted Nugent, with all of the other big names you mentioned, the Barefoot Defender. Um, he was actually at our uh, fundraiser in September. Yeah, he amazing was. story if you get a chance to listen to oh, it. Oh, yeah, absolutely and amazing story. Plug in real quick. If you've never been, if you're worried about you don't know what you're doing there or anything, don't worry about it. Just come and find us, and, and we'll we'll help you out and show you the ropes. That's, what That's right, for. And, and that is what I have been saying now for a long time. Do not be afraid, folks. We got all kinds of people there who are trained who do this all the time. We had Jonathan uh, Science on here yesterday. He's up there every day. His crew is up there every day. You've got West Verdell. They're up there three or four days a week. You've got the Fredericksburg Tea Party going up regularly. There, it, you are not. We're not going to hang you out to dry on your own. And if you want to be a part of this, if you want to be 
if you it, the government goes to those that show up. Yep. It, it really honestly does. And we get the government we deserve. And we get the oh, I know I hate it when people say that. But we get the government we deserve. But this coming Tuesday, here's my challenge to you who have always said I'm going to go up to the Capitol with you. I'm going to go to the Capitol with you. Tuesday the 18th and then Wednesday the 26th. I'll be up there on Tuesday the 25th. I'll spend the night I'll be there two days that week. Wes, thank you so much. We have hit the wall, and we are, well, no, we got about 30 seconds left. What are your plans the rest of the day, Wes? Uh, you know, I've got to go to Odessa for an event next, so so it's heading over to Brady, my hometown, and then, then to Odessa for that, so traveling a lot. All right, safe travels. We'll be praying for you, and uh, we'll see you at the Capitol on Tuesday.